0: Danielle Folk. I'm a wife, mother, sister, daughter, as well as a steward to a 186-year-old farmhouse. I've returned with my family to the country and have found value in the stories of the lives that came before us in this old house. And because of their story and the experiences out here in the middle, I now have a better sense of the value in a life that seeks a meaningful story and who is willing to be shaped by it. Want to become rooted in living your best life? Well, hop in the car, lace up those shoes, start that load of laundry, do whatever it is you need to do, and get ready for a quick trip into the country where I'll share stories of homesteading life and restoration. Together, we'll dig into topics that will lead you to reflect, rethink, and become more rooted in who you are today. Well, friends, we have made it to part four in this series, and it's the last episode in the series of What's Your Story? And I'm hoping over the past three weeks and including this week that you have found this podcast to really be focused on you and what your story is and how important that is to not only yourself, um, but to your future self. Uh, the person that you don't know, maybe the person that you haven't thought that you could be, and that's kind of what I'm going to lean into today. But first, I want to kind of give you an update. First, it is a beautiful day out here in the middle. It is a little chilly, but the sun is out, and this is the first time in the in this year that I have been able to record the podcast out here, um, enjoying the weather, and it's one of my favorite things uh, to do because it always sounds good, and sometimes you get to hear the the ladies from the coop, give a little holler, a shout out to say hello, um, which makes it fun. But right now I can hear the creek next to our property just roaring. We had some interesting weather this week and it was a bit, I guess you could say, um, I wasn't necessarily scared, but it, it was quite intense to where our children at school, they were hunkered down for a good half hour because of a tornado warning. And it just so happens that day I was I didn't even know that there was even going to be a chance of that severe weather. And I thought it was going to come later in the day, but I got caught heading into the storm and it's not often when they name your town when you live in this small town and when they are on the radio giving a weather report, you know that since they have interrupted the music that this is a big deal. And I was heading in through Hamilton, Ohio, and I could see the dark clouds. And so I thought I would just turn on um, the local 12 weather app and just listen to it on the way in so I could hear what was, you know, most current. And then I lost connection, turned on the radio, and they're they're talking about 732 and how the storm is getting ready, you know, to hit us out here in the middle. And I was only probably about five minutes away from 732. And so I kind of hung tight where I was in Millville and I watched it go by. And by the time I saw kind of like a break in the weather, I started to head home. And wouldn't you know, on on our road, there was a full rainbow over one of our friend's house and it was absolutely gorgeous. And it's so true that, you know, in those storms, so much good can come out. Beauty is absolutely there to be found. And I, we used to see rainbows at my parents' house, but when we, I don't know, when we lived in Cincinnati and when we lived, um, above Cincinnati out in um, the suburbs, We'd always see, you know, bits and pieces. I, I mostly remember them from my childhood. But out here in the middle, we have seen some amazing rainbows. And it's one of those things that just gives you hope. Um, You know, it just gives you this this childlike hope. And it's something that I absolutely love to see. But anyways, I pulled into the the driveway and I went out to get the mail. And I looked around at my feet and the ground is covered in hail. Now, you have to understand the sun had was back out after the storm rolled through. And it hadn't been that long, but I could tell that it kind of melted. And so recently I took uh, Nationals, uh, no, it's NOAA Weather and it's uh, Wilmington, the National Weather Service here in Ohio. And I took their spotter class just, gosh, a week ago. And wouldn't you know, I was able to whip out my handy dandy measuring tape that was in the side of the truck door and measure the hail. And it was two inch hail. And I posted it to social media after having made my spotters report. And so many people are like, my dad was first to notice. He was like, that looks like a dinosaur. And a lot of other people were like, oh, my gosh, that's a dinosaur. It looks like a stegosaurus. Um, Quite funny how nature, um, (laughs) so many people saw a dinosaur in this hail in nature. Um, So that was kind of exciting. But we just had a storm the other night. Um. Just yesterday, that came through again. And I tell you what, those winds and the flooding, holy smoke. Um, Again, there were tornado warnings that went out, but this time not for our area. I will say from the storm that I was just talking about that I was headed into, probably what, 30, 35 miles, 40 miles away, uh, they did have a tornado touchdown. So it really was, you know, something that could have happened here. Um, And so yesterday, Same thing happened, but the storms were more south of us that had those tornadoes that had touched down, but it has been wild. But for March, I will take the warm weather. Um, We are prepared for storms out here. We've got a generator. Our chicks were out in the garage when the power went out yesterday, and so I was out there trying to get it situated, and wouldn't you know, by the time I got it set where it needed to be, I go back in to grab an extension cord to hook up their heat lamp light to, and their light was on. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess you don't need it, but we're set up in case we lose power later. (laughs) And I was sopping wet because our power went out and I have taken down the house phone that is hardwired. And I probably shouldn't have done that, but I typically don't need that phone. So we didn't have power to our portables. And so I was like out in the yard, in the rain, trying to call my husband and my dad to say, hey, look, I haven't started this generator, I mean, gosh, it's been a long time since we've had to use it. And I said, I need help. My chickens are going to be cold. (laughs) So that's kind of been the excitement around here. But speaking of our chicks, they have wings that are feathered now and they have been moved into the chicken tractor out of their tote that they had been in. And so they're really enjoying all the room and they're just, they're fun. They're fun to go um, sit and visit with. Um, So that's kind of what's new out here in the middle. But I want to talk to you today. This is the last as I mentioned. But um the the theme of this episode is something more. And let me begin by kind of recap um kind of capturing what we've been talking about. We've talked about you know our stories and really trying to think about why do we have the beliefs we have? What are some experiences that we have had in our life that maybe have had an impact on us that maybe we didn't realize or they've um, they've been tucked away for one reason or another? And we've talked about getting to a place where we kind of rebrand ourselves or maybe it's time to rebrand ourselves as not the person who we were 10, 15 years ago, the person we were in high school or college. Um, maybe it's um, really leaning into who you are and who um, who you want to be. And we've talked about telling ourselves untruths and and fixing that and being aware of it so that we can rewrite what we've been telling ourselves over the years. So, um, And as well, we've talked about reclaiming parts of our past. And um, in addition to letting go of those anchors that have served us really well in the past, but they're holding us back maybe at this point, or maybe they're not relevant anymore. And it's time to let them go in order to allow us to move forward and and from last week's episode in particular, I left you asking, asking you to think about what matters to you, about evalu- evaluating your commitments and what you might have to step away from now because maybe um maybe it doesn't serve you or or maybe your time is just up there and it's time to move on. It's time to move forward into something that stirs you again, that gets you excited. Um and And we also talked about deciding what you believe in and finding a way to have time to think about that, whether it's through prayer, meditation, is it um, taking out the earbuds when you're on a walk or a run and just letting yourself have time to think? Um, and And then being able to to take all of those thoughts, either write them down um, or ponder them for a while and really help you decide in which, uh, the direction that you're headed that you're going. And so I'm gonna get on with today's episode and it might be a little bit shorter today because there's a lot of things that I just kinda wanna leave you with. And I'll share a personal story and And I realized this through doing the series is that you know I was a teacher And I shared with you about how I had my experience in kindergarten that I was determined to be a kindergarten teacher because I didn't want any children to have that experience um, that I had had. And so when I got to the point in becoming a teacher and doing that, but then having my plans altered and leaving the classroom, I found looking back, I didn't have a plan past teaching Um, it was kind of short-sighted of me for someone to have had you know these plans and the schedule almost of how I was going to accomplish all of these things um, when you took away teaching everything was gone my identity was there there was a lot of spaces that the children in my class they filled a lot of voids. Um, they were maybe that distraction from something that I was trying to stay away from. They they provided a lot of happiness for me, but I will say that it probably was a really big distraction for me too, away from things that um, that just had never been resolved. And so when I left the classroom and had our third child. It was, I I just, I remember so vividly, and even over the past five years, thinking, where in the world am I going? And I'll be honest with you, friends, I still find myself now wondering where I'm going, um, but I also feel like I don't need to have a plan because like a specific, I guess, regimented plan like I used to, used to be a lot like. Um, I have found this trust in God for me personally. Not everybody um, maybe leans into that, but for me, I just keep thinking, well, you know, I started this podcast and it has worked, so I'm going to stay with it. Um, I have found that by leaning into things, by becoming open to things that kind of stir me, we talked about that last week, um, things that have gotten me really excited since moving out here, I've been able to not just like notice it and pass by and not give it any attention. I've actually been able to say, you know what, I'm really interested in helping our church. You know, what can I do? Or I really like the historical society and I think it'd be really cool, you know, to help out, give a lending hand um, to a board that has been working tirelessly for years. Maybe I could come in and, and pick up some of the weight, you know, because I too have... Um, a love for our town. And so I've been able to pick up over the past few years areas in which excite me. And that is not something I was able to do before because I had that, um, I had that job, but just that different mindset that I didn't have time to do the things that, you know, kind of kind of like lived within me, but I I never stopped to give any attention to. And so, you know, for example, so those things now are, I'm the president of our historical society. I am our clerk of session at church. I am a part of our good neighbors group. And in all of these things, I I've mentioned before on the podcast that I have kind of this creative bug that gets into me. And I have tried to start small businesses or Etsy shops to do things. And it's like that lasted for a hot minute. And then I quit. And I'm like, you know, I'm a failure. I don't stick with things. But I needed to find where, like the creativity, where I could actually use it and fulfill my need. Um, and those shops weren't it, but for me, being able to use my talents and maybe creating things in Canva or or just creative ideas, I've been able to do that through these groups. These things that I have now been able to commit to because I have stopped and really spent time thinking. Okay, is there anything that I could get rid of to make time for this in my life? And I'll be honest with you, I have found a community and people that I just connect with. And that is something that my husband and I have talked about before we moved out here to the middle is that, you know, we kind of had each other. And it's if you're younger listening to this or even if you're, um, you know, you are in your 30s or 40s, I'm sure you can relate that you graduate from college and sometimes people get married right away. Others aren't and they're heavily in their career. And then you have people who've gotten married, then they have kids, but like you haven't had kids, but they already have kids. And so you're at all these different, um, places in your life. And it's kind of like, okay, we were all friends in college. Now I can't really relate to you completely. You're still my friend or, you know, you're still unmarried. I can't go out and party. It's kind of like a different lifestyle now, or maybe you do good for you. Um, but it kind of becomes um difficult to um it's kind of like a a transition I guess you could say and so my husband and I it's just it's always been us and you know we found friends along the way which were great and um and but now that we have like settled regardless of if we've had kids or how long we've been married um it's kind of like I find it to be like a sweet spot in our life because we've had life experiences that we just didn't have before. And that wasn't our fault. Um, but now we have friends that are of all different ages and doing all different things. And it's really nice to have that in our life. But it's only because we've opened up ourselves to others and that I have leaned into things that were interested. I was interested in. And that's how I have found people who, you know, have common interest. And it's, it's in that way. It's very, um, it's very fulfilling. So what I'm trying to say to you is, is that maybe part of your tribe is still out there. If maybe um, we've talked about voids that you may have or feel, um, sometimes we fill those with um, things that aren't as useful than filling them with what you really need. And if having friendships and, um, you know, meeting that need for creativity or or what have you. If you take time to not just notice it and pass by, but actually to stop and pause and head down that direction, you're going to find that there's going to be voids within you that are filled. And to me, that is something that is, we don't always point out to ourselves that we don't realize or or take time um, to think about. And so I want to share that with you in hopes that maybe when something kind of catches your eye or it stirs you or you kind of get excited about, oh, like that's really neat. I'd love to do that sometime. Well, next time do it. Don't just say I'd love to do it. Actually take that next step in doing it. And I'd be curious to see where it takes you. Um, So, you know, I feel like sometimes out here in the country, I have learned from the experiences that we've had. And one thing that I have learned is that our lives um, are very, I guess I could say, this might sound odd, can be found in the garden. And, you know, sometimes when we plant things, you know, our roots begin to grow really deep. And a lot of the times you think about in order to get it to grow, say your plant more, you need, you know, you need sunlight, you need water, you need Um, Maybe some good fertilizer to put on there. And you think of those different things as um, relationships. Think of you as the plant and the relationships you have and the things that you personally need in order to grow. But sometimes we don't put fertilizer on it. Sometimes we don't add in some of that good stuff to the soil, those extras. You know, like you can grow just fine with some water and sun. But when you throw some fertilizer on it, like you really can see a plant grow even more, even more vibrant and bigger and stronger. Um, But sometimes we, as people keep, I guess you could say, all of those little extras, we feel like they're not necessary, that we only need the water. We only need the sun. We only need our jobs and, and our family, but we don't take time for ourselves in finding those extras that we could toss on us and help us to grow even more. And so I really hope that over this year that you spend some time, um, thinking about what you can, what you can water yourself with, but with some additives, some fertilizer, um, you know, and then sometimes you have to think about yourself as the entire garden. You know, I've got a friend, we were just talking, she was talking about, um, needing to add things to her soil for her garden. And she said, oh, you probably don't need to do that yet because yours hasn't been you know, used, that same spot that we have, it hasn't been used for as long as her garden has. And it got me thinking about how, you know, farmers have to let some of their fields rest. And they have to let them be. And sometimes in our lives, we have to let our garden rest. Sometimes it is not time to speed up and take on more. Sometimes it is a time to just remove things so that we can rest and rejuvenate and step into that next season when, when you're ready. And so I don't want you to think that on top of everything else that you are doing right now, that it's time to put on more. I'm actually encouraging you to first, Look at everything that you're committed to and involved in, but also see if there's a time, if it's a time where you need a pause, and you need to take that time for you to to have a bit more slow, and not be forced to to grow um, in the season like you have in the past. So make sure that's a, a little tip for you out here in the country make sure you let your soil rest, let your body rest um, so that you can be rejuvenated because that may be all that you need. Um, You can't maybe grow more plants in your garden. Maybe you need less. Um, Something else that I want you to think about too is keep in mind this, this month, this year, that whatever is happening right now in your life that is challenging you, I really want you to keep focus on that area because I promise you that where wherever you are is where you're called to be. And as much as you may want to run from it, that it's important that you take at least a little bit of time to focus on it and see what you're learning from the experience or from what's going on. And it's not easy. And that's just the thing. It's no different than, you know, when we were younger and we played sports and we had to push harder or run harder or swim harder um, or spend extra hours dancing. Whatever it is that you used to do, it's no different in our adult life. It it just it looks different. It may not be the sports anymore. It's called adulting and it's called life. And so I hope that you will take these experiences and these uncomfortable seasons, maybe that you find yourself in or challenging seasons. And I hope you can find some resolve in them. And just know that just know there's a reason for the season and that it, it is only strengthening you for where you are headed. So I think that all in all, moving forward here, you maybe you've rebranded yourself, maybe you've recognized who you want to be, um, where you're going. I hope that you. The most difficult part is going to be finding that new rhythm or routine, if you haven't already found it um, and leaning into it, because I find that it's really hard not to go back into those old routines and those habits or those thought processes. Um, You know, I've talked about feeling sometimes like an imposter and, you know, that I'm not a writer because I didn't go to college for it. You know, just these ideas and it, and those things you have to continually tell yourself like, well, that's not true. Um, And tell yourself whatever it is you need to in order to Continue moving forward and leaning into who you're meant to be. And so you kind of have to keep out of your head and you're going to be spending, you know, the next couple weeks, months, or maybe even this year, because it's taken me years to get to where I am and it's, and I'm still a work in progress. You have to continually rewrite your story. I mean, think about how long you've, this story that you've been living has been written. And so it's a lot of work as an adult to rewrite your story, but I'm telling you, it's absolutely worth it. It's absolutely worth chasing those dreams to, um, finding a purpose where you kind of felt like maybe that, that river had ran dry, that you're just settling. It's a paycheck. Um, it doesn't have to be. And I know that that can sound difficult because six, seven years ago, I would have said like, there's nothing else for me to do. Like I'm a teacher. That's my degree. That's all I can do. But I'm here to tell you from experiences that there are opportunities for you to, to take your skills and to move them into a different area of your life that maybe fills a void or gives you purpose. And I'm not saying that you would maybe just be able to up and leave your job or up and leave whatever it is that's making you unhappy or is draining you. You might have to do a little of what you love with a little bit of what you don't feel purpose anymore in. You might have to do both for a while until you can step in fully into where you're meant to be. But I think that you will find, I think you will find, a different person within yourself, and a happier person, and and someone who you never had or could plan to be, and and you know that kind of rounds out this conversation of when I started saying that I had thought I had all these plans figured out of becoming a teacher and the why I planned my life all the way up to that of getting my degree and getting a classroom right and becoming a teacher, um, but. I didn't really realize there was more to me than than just that, and it is a plan that I could not have planned myself. So I hope that you will readjust your own view of yourself and of where you're headed, and that you'll also take it um, some time to reimagine yourself, gather a new vision of what you want life to look like. Is this really where you want to be? And that's where my husband and I were five years ago. I was home every day, I was pregnant, and I just kept hearing him say like, one day maybe we'll do this, and one day maybe we'll do that. And it's, I couldn't help but think like, so why are we here? Like, why are we not making that happen now? Why do we want to wait? And maybe you find yourself in that too. And so um, stay cognizant. Of maybe hopes that pop into your mind, or a vision that you have, um, and maybe and maybe start thinking more about that and including that in in your plan, in your life plan. Kind of like my bookshop that I want to have one day. <laughs> I know right now that's got to be kind of parked, but I I know that in its right season, um, it will come. It will come. Um, so please keep in mind moving forward as I end this here, that there, there's more out there. And it's not that there might be more out there for you. There is. And I just want you to write that down. There might, not that there might, there is something more out there for you. You don't have to, to stay where you are if you feel that there's something else that stirs you. Now, next week on the podcast, I want to share with you that I got a special guest coming on, and I thought she would be someone perfect for after the series to have on and share her story. Her name is Amy Sullivan. She's a Canadian pop and R&B singer and songwriter. She is a storyteller, which y'all know I love, um, a fellow storyteller. She's a speaker and she's an advocate for the special needs community and why she is fitting to kind of begin this new um, moving forward, the you know, this series is because she had plans of her music career and then things changed for her. And it was a time to pivot. And so she's going to be on the podcast next week to share that story and to share where she is headed now. And in the meantime, if you want to, head to Spotify or wherever you listen to music and look up Amy Sullivan. She's got some beautiful music. And um, I'm really looking forward to that. And I think you will enjoy that interview as well. So friends, thank you so much for tuning in this past four weeks in the series, What's Your Story? And I hope that you will like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And I know I'm going to say that again here um, at the end, but it really helps grow the community when you leave a review or if you just share it on social media, whether it's um, in your stories or on Instagram or Facebook I would so greatly appreciate that as it helps find um, and reach other listeners just like you. So thanks, Samel, for listening, and I'll see you next week with Amy Sullivan. Hey, friends. Before you go, will you give my podcast a quick review? By doing so, you will be helping this podcast reach other listeners just like you. And don't forget, be sure to stay in touch with me on Instagram at Farmhouse Storyteller and subscribe to the Farmhouse Storyteller Journal at farmhousestoryteller.com where you'll get to see more of what life is like out here in the middle.